You are listening to the Ortho Idea Podcast, where we bring you the newest trends in orthopedic technology. Tune in for engaging interviews with medical device executives, surgeons, and surprise special guests discussing new disruptive technology in the marketplace. Here is your host, Eric Anderson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the Ortho Idea Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and I'll be your host today. And today we have the honor of having Brian Hoderick on, who is the CEO of Ignite Orthopedics. And it's an exciting story about Brian and his journey with Ignite. And so without further ado, Brian, how are you today? Doing really well. Thanks for having me on, Eric. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and really excited to do this podcast with you because obviously we work together at a company before you decide to take on this endeavor. So it's exciting. So if you would, would you just kind of talk a little bit about your background and then how you kind of made the decision to start Ignite? Yeah, sure. So rewinding back to coming out of college, I knew I wanted to join Zimmer as an engineer and had the opportunity to join the hip, the knee, and the extremity teams and trauma actually. And they ended up placing me or wanting me to go to the extremity team as engineer number three in that group. So it was, it was much smaller, a bit of the redheaded stepchild, so to speak. So ended up going there and worked primarily on the TM reverse system. So designed the instruments and implants in that system, and then eventually assisted in, in trainings as that went into market. So a really exciting time for Zimmer as they were really building out their current platform on the legacy Zimmer side. So fast forward to 2008, I had the opportunity to join Tournier, who had recently acquired DVO. And the guys that started DVO pulled me over and started working on some of the fracture products there in the shoulder, and then eventually the whole shoulder arthroplasty portfolio eventually was placed in charge or over upper extremities R&D and started to build out a team there of incredible minds in Warsaw, Indiana, that really helped shape the current portfolio that's number one in the world. So products like Simplicity, Ascent Flex, the Perform Plus and Perform Reversed and Revive and all of those systems were designed by that group. So incredible experience through that company and had the opportunity to work alongside my marketing counterpart, Matt. And together we had talked about our dreams or aspirations of starting our own company and and knew that there were a lot of opportunities in orthopedics in general to really improve upon and So eventually we decided to leave together and and start something new and fresh. And during that time, engaged a couple orthopedic legends to use as our counsel, Rod Meyer and Terry Schlotterback. They had the brilliant idea of incubating Ignite within their company, Nextremity. So we had them as our board members, and they placed us inside of Nextremity, which was kind of a different approach. So that really allowed us to to do what we did best and develop product without any of the distractions by leveraging a lot of their internal resources, such as 
payroll and, and things of that nature. So during that time, we also had the opportunity to hire Russ Parrott. I had tried to hire Russ twice while I was at Tournier and he never ended up coming over. And so I reached out to Russ and, and he ended up joining us as well. And it was around this time period, we were still within our non-compete in shoulder from Wright Medical. And we decided to develop a, a radial head system or platform as this was outside of the scope of our non-compete and we couldn't get into shoulder yet. So we developed something that was quite different from everything else that's out there and had some success with that. The other thing that I would say that was a fundamental change that we wanted to implement when starting Ignite was that surgeon engagement piece. So if you look at you know where we came from at Tournier and then it being a purchaser acquired by Wright Medical, we saw a shift from family type of atmosphere more towards a transactional atmosphere with our surgeons. We really wanted to bring back that collaborative family type of, of spirit. So those were kind of the, the seeds that helped plant Ignite. Well, thank you for that. Going into the historical perspective on how you guys came to be. And it's pretty exciting because I don't know when in orthopedics, you know, how just looking at your success so far and kind of products that you've brought to market in such a short amount of time, because usually when you talk to founders, it's several years before they're able to make an impact on the market. So how are you guys able to do that? Yeah. And backing up, Eric, I think one thing that's fundamentally different with Ignite from a lot of, of other companies that, that are startups is usually there is an idea or a technology or a product that's invented or pursued, and then they form a company around it. And then it takes on a life of its own from there. And when you step back and look at Ignite, there was no product or idea in place when the company was started. But some really good people and an incredible team was formed. And then out of that came the incredible products. So it's a little bit different, but something that that Rod and Terry always said is it's hard to lose when you have good people. And we certainly have that and, and we're able to bring some products very quickly to market because of that, because of the team. Well, that's a great point. And that's very obvious that you must have one heck of a team in order to bring some pretty neat technology to the marketplace in such a, a rapid pace. Can you talk a little bit about the the technology that you brought to the marketplace at this point in time? Yeah, a little bit. So as I mentioned before, we brought a radial head system to market through an acquisition. So we looked at the radial head market. We saw how it was evolving. We saw the challenges that were in place and how we could build something that was better than, than what else was out there everything else that was out there and came up with a system that was very elegant and simple. And the delivery method was, was very slick, had a hundred percent single use instrumentation. And we ended up selling that to Depew Synthes and that is now their flagship radial head system. And it was perfect timing as that was 
outside of the scope of our non-compete agreement. After that non-compete period ended, we began working on a comprehensive or an all-inclusive shoulder portfolio. And this is where our surgeon team really shone and, and we were able to leverage their expertise. You know, I talked about earlier about the strength of a team and that's not just our internal team. That's also the, the surgeons that we were able to get on board and, and be a part of the Ignite family. Some incredible minds that, that really helped craft this shoulder portfolio. So when you look at these, these shoulder surgeons and, and you look at the philosophies that they believe in and, and the different backgrounds that they come from, it was a very different experience than what I had experienced in previous programs at Tournier and Zimmer, where you're, for the most part, engaging surgeons that are part of that company already. So they already prescribe to the philosophies that that company is currently pursuing. So if you look at our surgeon team, you have guys that, that use a large array of products. They use Xactec, Arthrex, Depew, Zimmer Biomet, and so on and so forth. So when you're designing something with all of those different philosophies, it makes it a little more difficult. Although when you look at the finished product, it really can stack up and compete against any of them. Well, and that's very interesting, the point you just made about surgeons, key opinion leaders with certain companies, because, I mean, I've seen that throughout my career and, and the fact that you kind of, there's a stable of surgeons, and I guess we may tread lightly when we say when I say this, but they have a stable of surgeons that they utilize, and it's kind of the, let's just say the same methodology over and over and over and over, which is fine. And obviously, you know, companies market that thought process and methodology, but it's something that's fresh and interesting in order to get something like that, you know, that what you guys have created. Sure. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I think the unusual thing is, you know, we really had to, we didn't really approach the surgeons with an idea and say, help, you know, hey, come on board with Ignite. We're going to take this to market. We talk to our surgeons about the opportunity and the problems that currently exist. And then they believed in this Ignite family and in this opportunity and, you know, left those other relationships that they had to join Ignite and help create that something special. Well, and you definitely have created something special in order to create the technology that you have. And now that's out in the marketplace, when you look at your portfolio of products, and obviously you've been very successful up to this point, and I know you can't get into specifics, but what do you think the future will be for Ignite? What are you guys looking at to do without getting too deep into proprietary things? Sure. Yeah. So it's no secret that we're engaged with Depew Synthes right now for our shoulder portfolio. So the first part of that has already released. That's being implanted today. That's the Enhanced Shoulder System. And there are, as Depew's press release states, there are 
waves of products or ongoing development that is occurring to complete a portfolio that Ignite is fueling. So you will see exciting portions of that portfolio rolling out in a, in a rapid manner as it's built around the core products that have already been released. So that's going to keep us busy. We're actively engaged with the Depew team every day, and that will no doubt be a smashing success as it already has been in its short time on the market. If you look out past that, it's hard to say without divulging too much, but there definitely is a lot of opportunity that has presented itself. So as we've gone through our radial head system, our enhanced shoulder system that's gone through the Depuy-Synthes channel, we've had a number of opportunities that continue to present themselves as, hey, this could be next, this could be next. Right now, we, we want to focus on delivering to Depew that portfolio that will make this an extremely powerful system that will compete against or exceed any of the systems that are, that are out there today. But after that, there are a couple of ideas that, that we are considering pursuing. Well, that's great. Do you foresee in the future ever taking a product that you develop and bringing it to market and, and commercializing it yourself? Or is that something you can answer at this point in time? That's a great question. So if you look back at the radial head program and then you know the enhanced shoulder program, I think when we started designing that and we were taking it through 510k clearance, we had the intention of taking that directly to market or we were prepared to do to take that directly to market. We weren't counting on acquisition. I think that can get you in trouble as far as even what you design. If you're just looking to flip something that may not be the quality of the product may not be what the standard you would hold yourself to were you to take that directly to market, in my own opinion. So we, we certainly wanted to explore all the avenues, but the acquisition pathway presented itself. So that's what we ended up pursuing. So if you look forward to answer your question, if you look forward to, you know, what are we going to do in the future? I would say it's the same exact pathway. I think we will continue to design with the intention of bringing it directly to market and be prepared to do so. But again, if an acquisition opportunity presents itself, then that would definitely be considered. Well, thank you. Well, very exciting all the way around. And as we were scheduling to come on the podcast, I've had several people reach out to me about you know different things. And I wanted to get your perspective on this as a founder and a CEO of an exciting new company. What advice would you give for somebody who's saying to themselves right now, you know what, this is something that I really want to do, but... What advice would you give to somebody who has that kind of thought process right now? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the quick knee-jerk reaction or response that I would give to that is to do it. You don't know how many people I've talked to. You know, these are really accomplished engineers and marketing folks that are in their 50s and 60s that have said to me, I've always wanted to do what you did, but I just never did it. And now I regret that. 
And I think the attitude that I had going into the Ignite opportunity was at least I can say that I tried if, yep. if I failed, but I don't know if I could live with myself if I look back and say, what if? And looking back at it, man, I am so happy that although things were were fantastic and I had an amazing experience at Tournier Wright Medical, working with incredible people, and it was very, very difficult to part with my team, I'm very happy that I ended up leaving and pursuing my dream and helping start something truly special. The other thing that I would say is, again, going back to the team thing. So having good sound counsel, you don't even know what you don't know at the point when you're, when you're starting a company and, and engaging those people such as we did with Rod Meyer and Terry Schlatterback. I often alluded to taking your kids to the bowling alley where they put those bumpers down in the gutters and... As we've gone through, you know, down this pathway, they've kind of been those bumpers and kind of kept us in the middle of the lane so that we could end up getting strike after strike. And man, I don't think that we would have had near the success that we have had without those guys. So having a sound counsel with guys that have had a lot of experience and have done it before, I think is very critical. And then building your internal team as well. You know, Matt and I had a a good amount of experience, but lacked experience that Russ brought. And then having Alec and Cole come on board, you know, really filled out the knowledge base that was needed to help bring these products to market. So team is, is incredibly important. And then I can't begin to share how important it is to have a good surgeon team. The wrong surgeons can, can really make bringing a, a product to market difficult. If there is, you know, ego issues, if there is any issue between any of the designing surgeons, that can really derail a project and prolong its ability to get to market. So when I look at our surgeon team, our six guys, man, they, they were all on the same page. They were all equals. There was no domineering father figure that made it more difficult. And it was just an an incredible experience that really streamlined our ability to bring products through the 510k clearance pathway. Well, thank you very much for that analysis. And I appreciate that feedback because I've had a lot of people ask that question. I'm sure there's several people listening. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to say, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do and had that exact, I wish I did. And hopefully this will spur people on to, to try it and go for it because I was in the same same thing where I decided, you know, probably at a later age, I said, you know what, I'm going to go for this and do it. And it's been, I should have done it 15 years ago. But anyway, I really, I really do appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And I just, I look back at you and I sitting at a restaurant in Miami years ago, talking about certain things and here you are now. So it's a pretty, pretty exciting all the way around. It is. It is. And those were those were good conversations back then. I'm glad we've been able to reconnect. And it's good to hear your voice again. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, you know, I congratulate you and Matt on a huge success and everybody who is listening to the podcast. What's the best way to follow Ignite or watch with me and see what you guys are doing? Yeah. So we have a website, igniteorthopedics.com. And we're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. It's pretty easy to find us. 
where we're posting our journey as we go. It's fun to follow. It's evolving rapidly and we, we try to stay, keep everyone that's following us informed of, of what's going on and what's happening. Well, that's great. Well, again, anybody who's listening, please follow Ignite Orthopedics and you can watch a true success story in orthopedics as it happens before your eyes. So again, Brian, thanks so much for coming on the Ortho Idea podcast. I really appreciate it and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much, Eric. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Take care. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Ortho Idea podcast. If you would like to learn more about the technologies discussed, please visit www.orthoidea.com.